Justin. I'm Maurice, and you're listening to Category Is. Hey, Maurice, how have you been? Pretty good. What about yourself? I've been good. Yeah, fresh off the Thanksgiving holiday. Yes, yes, yes. How was your Thanksgiving holiday? <laughs> it was good. Um, so we went down to Virginia. Okay. For my because both of my brothers uh, live there. Vegetarian brothers. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Oh, I forgot to bring you the smoked salt. It was on the counter. Oh, you did promise me that. Yeah, next time. I I forgot until you just reminded me. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bring it. I'll bring it. Yes. Um, So my older brother hosted. um, He and his wife, they had two kids. So my nephew is five. And the new niece, she's like eight months old. I think she'll be nine months this week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she's like crawling around. And, you know, it's her first Thanksgiving. And she is, you know, kind of at that age where she's like, She's like the star. (laughs) And so it was funny because, you know, they were like setting up and cleaning up and, you know, doing all the prep work. I was in charge of, you know, kind of like corralling the kids and having some uncle time. Okay. And, you know, keeping them busy so that they can, uh, you know, stay out of the way a little bit. And so my niece, she gave her a bottle and then she fell asleep in my arms. For like two hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they were like, oh my God, like, what did you do? That's a long time. They're like, she's never slept that long before because she doesn't, she doesn't nap. Okay. She like, if she naps, it'll be like 10 10 minutes, minutes, 15 minutes. Yeah. But she was knocked out on my lap and it was so cute. Yeah. So we had some good food and family time and, you know, had a, had a nice holiday. Did not go Black Friday shopping. Thank God. Because... I'm not even doing that. Because it's not even Black Friday now. It's like they open on like 2 o'clock on Thursday. On Thursday. Yeah. Right. Which is to me just like people can't even, retail workers can't even eat with their families. Yeah. Yeah. Like is Thanksgiving brunch now? Apparently. That's a mess. Yeah. It was good. How was yours? My Thanksgiving um, was good. Cool. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, no, not with the, um, I'm going to talk about it more and I said what I said. Okay. But, you know, um, to be honest honest i had a little bit of trepidation around thanksgiving i think Why? i mildly expressed last week maybe not to not the full to extent the full. you did off air <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but you know for i think you know everyone's family dynamic is different mm-hmm. um when it comes to cooking and entertaining mm-hmm. everybody knows that's something that i love to do mm-hmm. i love decorating yeah. i like making a tablescape <laughs> <laughs> Even though you tried to play my tablescape. I mean, it was a little, it was minimal. It was minimal. Sometimes less is more. <laughs> That's true. Okay? And I was working with the raw materials you that I had. more table than you did escape. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, my tablescape was cute. You need places for, like, to put your plates and your glasses yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I also like cooking. Mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like I'm a workhorse in my family. And I know that everyone loves it and appreciates it. And I also yeah. know I'm extra as hell. You are. No one asks for all the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I do them because I like to be extra. Because you like to do them, yeah. But I just want like a little like thank you. And just a little bit of fawning. Oh. Just a little bit of like, you know, a golf clap. You know, just a little bit for my efforts. <laughs> but ain't nobody doing that. No. Um, but I mean, all in all, my Thanksgiving was lovely. There mm-hmm. was, you know, there was a... An emotional weekend, okay. but um, it was it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did y'all go shopping? No, 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 no. We do not participate in black shopping. Oh, um, it's just the sale is now. It's not worth it. I'm much more much. a Cyber Monday person. They didn't have that many deals. Because I feel time. like just people are 
I think Cyber Monday was a thing when like online shopping was more of a novelty. It was new, yeah. But like now people get in their groceries and something to their mm-hmm. house every other every day. day. It's yeah. not like a, a thing anymore. You know, <laughs> I went to Best Buy. Apparently the hot thing this year is the, that Echo Dot thing. You Wasn't know, like the hot thing last year? Yeah, but it's the one that has the clock on the front. So it's still like the the round, like short little white one. It has like a flat face. And it's, well, it's kind of like. Um, it's a sphere. It's like rounded. It's not the, not the sphere one. Mm-hmm. And it's not like the rectangular one. Okay. It's the one, it looks like the regular one. Okay. But it's only the white one has the the numbers that illuminate. And you Why can only see, the white one? Um, I mean, I guess the way the lights light up. Oh. But that's the hot <laughs> thing this year because on Amazon, they were on sale. Black Friday deal. How much? Um, I think it was like 35 or 39. So they were sold out on Amazon, but they were selling them at Best Buy. Okay. And so we went to Best Buy because we needed like something for our doorbell for mm-hmm. the ring because we have the ring doorbell. Okay. We need like extra battery actually for the security camera. And so we went there to get the extra battery and then we we're like, oh, let's see if they have that Echo Dot with the clock on it. Right. And the guy was like, there's only one more in the store. I don't know where it is. And you, these people were like knocking over the displays and like digging through all the things. And this they were going is, on crazy Friday? on Saturday, on, on Sunday. Sunday. Okay. Yeah. They were going crazy trying to find this one Echo Dot in the store. And this little petite little Asian man like went somewhere and he just like picked it up. It was like not in the area it's supposed to be. Okay. And then everyone was like, Oh, they were like pissed off that he found Damn. the one. So how do they know? Oh, I guess they checked that. Inventory. They checked the inventory. Yeah. I wanted to go see that movie Queen and Slim. No, I'm good on that. Really? I don't. I don't need the race baiting police dramas. You know, I love the race baiting. Mm, okay. But good for you. But I want to see it, but I also my spirit was not ready to see it. Yeah, that's a deeper conversation we'll have another day. Oh. When you do see it. Oh, did you see it? No, I said when you see it. I'm not gonna see it. Why not? Cause. But let's hop on to what you're drinking. <laughs> this week, I am drinking. Yes. A lovely Merlot. Merlot's not really my wine of choice. Mm-hmm. And I like cabs and Shirazes and mm-hmm. those things. But um, I'm reminded today of why I don't drink Merlot. <laughs> oh, is it bad? Um, it's just cheap. I don't know what expensive wine is because oh, okay. I only drink what's on sale. Okay. But it's cute. What are you drinking? So I am drinking a San Pellegrino sparkling water. I just didn't, I don't know. I didn't feel like a cocktail or some wine tonight. What? Yeah. No reason. Okay. Yeah. Right. I won't be doing a sober January, so. You won't? No. Okay, me either. That's stupid. That was hard last year. <laughs> it was. And also I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's hop on over to category Category is. So the first category of the week, I do not feature this person. It is well established on the podcast. Okay. So your girl. She's not my girl either. Okay. So Gabrielle Union, who is a mediocre actress at best. um, She was fired from The Voice. Or was it X Factor? America's Got Talent. Oh, well, she does not have that. She's working with Mimi's husband and his turbans. Oh, ex-husband. Oh, sorry. No, because Nick got, he left like two years ago, I think. No, he's still very much getting that check. No, because wasn't Tyra the host at one point? She was, but he's back now. I think Nick is on The Masked Singer. That's what you're thinking of. I can't keep up with all these. (laughs) These shows are ridiculous. Well, Patty Patty was the flower on the mask. I saw. Yeah. People think that Kelly Rowland is a butterfly or something. No, it's Michelle Williams. 
Oh, is it Michelle Williams? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, that makes sense because they all sound the same. Who, Kelly and Michelle? Well, you know what? I think no. Beyonce and Kelly sound a lot alike. Back when I was Kelly a young gay. Kelly is the gay, second lead vocalist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> poor Kelly. Back when I was a young gay, there used to be this song by, um, I thought, Beyonce. And they used to play it at Shampoo all the time. It used to go, do it, baby, do it, baby, do it, baby, do it. It was like, you know, it was like called work or something like that. And I swore yeah. up, down, left, and right that no, it was Beyonce. Was and everyone was like, this was Kelly. I didn't find that out till like a smooth like four years ago. Oh, wow. I was like, oh, I love that Beyonce song, Work. No. That was, that was definitely Kelly from the first season. But they sound so much alike. Well, they grew up singing together, so their their sound is pretty much the same. Or right. very similar, I right. would say. Beyonce will be a little bit more rasp. Mm-hmm. But, but I feel Michelle's like Michelle's voice Kelly, is very distinct. Yeah, but I feel like Kelly... And I think Beyonce said this at one point. She said that Kelly is a better singer than she is. Beyonce said that? Mm-hmm. It was a long hmm. time ago. But Beyonce's the bigger entertainer. Right. But I do think that the sound quality of Kelly's voice is more melodic. It's more... Okay. She has the range, I think. She do, I, yeah. think that's a I was watching Watch, Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. I think, like last week. And um, she was on. She said she has new music coming. I, she, Ooh, no, I feel like she does that much more like Euro pop stuff. I don't. She's I, big in Europe. She is big in Europe. Yeah, she should just stay over there. Mm. Gabrielle Union got fired. Well, I don't even think she got fired. They just did not renew her contract. Her and Julianne Huff, who used to be on Dancing with the Stars, she was like one of the pro dancers. Oh, she used to like dance with her inappropriately with her brother. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. yeah. nasty. Mm. And so. Both of they they were the new judges on um, America's Got Talent. Okay. They started this year, and they just said, oh, you know, we're not going to renew your contracts when we come back in next summer. Right. And I'm like, Cause it's just okay. A, that's fine. <laughs> I don't think anyone even, I mean, people obviously watch that show, because mm-hmm. clearly it's been on for a, a long time. Yeah, yeah. But I just don't, I'm not into the variety show aspect right because you have everything from singers to dancers to contortionists to comedians to jugglers it's too all over the place yeah give me a dancing with the star Mm -hmm. give me a american american idol yeah give me like i like it compartmentalized Mm -hmm. yeah i agree and so she's alleging that there was racism like misogyny harassment going on behind the scenes and that she was she said that she was vocal about it and that's why they didn't renew. Yeah, or she got fired. I'm like, you sure it wasn't your stank-ass attitude? So my thing is, is so th- there's a distinction. If she had a contract for one season... Which she probably did. Because she's not a talent. Her so. not getting her contract renewed, renewed is not the same as being fired. There's right. a distinction. Right. Now, if she was fired mid-contract for wow. some violation of some, mm-hmm. like, you know, um, clause, the internet policy, internet policy <laughs> then that's a, that's a distinction. Mm-hmm. But you completed your contract... They made their commitment to you. You yeah. made your commitment to you them. Got paid. It's over. Yeah. They have the option. They have the first right of refusal or whatever not to renew. So yeah. I don't understand that. So I think there's part of the story that she's not saying. And I think, you know, yeah, it's easy to throw these allegations and say they don't want me back there because I'm black. Well, let's get specific. Mm-hmm. Because I read that part of it was that her... Sh- hairstyles were too ethnic and that that. there was suggestions i guess that she try a different hairstyle but wasn't mel b a a judge and mel b has very ethnic hairstyles if i don't 
recall. Yeah. But maybe the British accent offsets it. I don't I know. Guess. I mean, Nick Cannon was wearing turbans. Come on. True. Like $2, like the, <laughs> like the beauty store supply, the beauty supply store <laughs> turban, like two ninety nine turban. You got that Miss Cleo turban on. True. Like, girl, bye. So I don't know if, I, I just don't know. I just feel like maybe she's trying to save face in some kind of way. Was she trying to like preempt something coming out bad or you just think she's just trying to like be relevant? That I think she's trying to make it into something and have a moment and get, you know, how this outpouring of sympathy always goes where something bad happened to me. Um, so I want everyone else to comment on it. Mm-hmm, to like and validate, validate my, point of, my point of view when she could be making it up. Like, we don't know what her contract said. Show us the contract. Was it for 10 Those years? Those are confidential. Right. Was it for 10 years? And Or was for, it for... If it was her first season, which you, they was. don't bring someone on. Like, if she's Simon Cowell, he'll get like a five, five six year, year yeah. or six season. They'll do mm-hmm. a season yeah. contract. Yeah. This is your first one. Yeah, girl, Maybe the ratings drop. Maybe she mm-hmm. didn't test well. Yeah. I could, it could have been a multitude a of, things. of things. Um, I think that, personally, she's one of those actors who's gotten typecast throughout her career. As a bitch. Exactly. And also, no tea, no shade. Mm-hmm. I also think that the audience for America's Got Talent is very middle America. But honey, don't let us stop I your don't bank. Think so. Don't let us stop your, your coin. But don't make shit up. And I think... Well, you saw Ellen Pompeo run to her rescue. She's problematic. Is she? Yes. Because she always got something to say. Like, she... She is the mother of black children. They're biracial. And she always has something to say about race. Dr. Gray is an exemplar of what allyship is about. No, it's not. No, she's not. I just think that Ellen uses her voice too much and Twitter gets her right together because she always got something to say about Kamala Harris about oh she said Kamala Harris needs to um what did she say basically stay in her place and you know she is overconfident hmm. yeah well how's she speaking out both sides of her mouth well because she's like this white woman of biracial children who are perceived mm. as black and she feels like she has to like go above board good for you Dr. Gray mm. Uh, so back to Gabby. So she said that America's Got Talent has a problem with replacing the black judges and the women judges. Male... They did have that problem on The Voice. They have it on The Voice, but they because so, <laughs> they replaced um, Adam and Country Boy stay on there, stay on air like for ten seasons. Mm-hmm. But they didn't replace uh, Homewrecker, Loud Mouth. That's these people? Alicia Keys, yeah. Jennifer Hudson, yeah. <laughs> and then Usher, Usher, Pharrell, right, CeeLo, right. Um, who are the other women judges? Shakira, Christina Aguilera, Gwen Stefani. Well, she's on there now because you know, she fucking she the country boy. Basically. She secured. She secured <laughs> that bag. But Mel, um, Gabrielle Union herself replaced Mel B, and Julianne Huff replaced Heidi Klum. But Heidi Klum is coming back. Next season. Right. Yeah. But even on American Idol, they would replace... Because you want to have your black judge, your white judge, your... What? British judge. British Because well, they're the voice of authority. Yeah, well... He was, <laughs> I mean, it's his show, so... <laughs> True. <laughs> so he... But even on Dancing with the Stars, they always have a British judge. There's, like... I've read articles about that. Like Dancing with Stars? Because mm-hmm. that is Americans, a of... when we hear a British accent, we take it as a voice of authority. From the patriarchal... Or the villain. Or the or, or villainous, yeah. yes. But um, Dance with the Stars is the American version of 
Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, is that older? Yes. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah we talked about this a few weeks ago. <laughs> so now Gabby and it's on this whole um, PR move and she's I think she pulled PR a, for what, Steve? For her image. I think it's like image rehabilitation because nobody likes her. And I think she's trying to pull the support of Hollywood and now even um, NBC said that they were going to do an investigation and all this other stuff. So she said that two is- instances occurred. One had to do with a quote-unquote racially insensitive joke that was told during, you know how they play like those segments in between, like the actual performance. Mm-hmm. So she said it was like one of those. And then... It was about she, Asian people though. Was it? It was. Oh. I did read that. Oh. Gabby was like upset as if she were of Asian descent. Oh and, no, girl. And not that she can't be upset, but I feel like it's a, it's a way that you have to navigate it. Yeah. They're going to do an investigation and... But what will the investigation yield? She's not going to get her job She back. ain't going to get it. That's one thing. Like, girl, do you want it back? She, because they she, weren't renewing she your contract She said she didn't like anyway. working for NBC. You know, so what's the deal? Like, yeah. go back to BET, go back mm-hmm. to Bearing Mary Jane, and, and do that. <laughs> Basically, sis. stay in your lane. That takes us to our next topic, which involves her husband. Okay. Duane? Yeah, him. Which, I don't know how they pronounce this Dwayne. Spell it. D-W-Y-A-N-E. Not Somebody Dwayne. Is dyslexic. Dwayne. <laughs> down to the birth certificate office. But... Well, you know, that's a African-American tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Gabby posted this picture on her Instagram. And she's married to Dwayne Wade. They, I don't know when they got married, but it was a while ago. A Dwayne long, long time. has two other biological kids. And he's also raising one does of his include, nephews. Does that include the brick baby? Ooh. So, there's three biological kids. <laughs> and one of his nephews. Mm-hmm. And then... After their infertility struggles, Gabby and Dwayne had a baby via surrogate. This is the mm. Kavia. The most unhappy looking That sounds looking like a really baby. expensive water brand. Yeah, but she's the most unhappy baby I have ever seen in my life. She never smiles. I would never smile, too, if Gabby was my mother. Well, that you see. But mm, she's just keeping it real. So Gabby posted this picture. Um, saying happy Thanksgiving to the people. It has her, Dwayne, the baby, and then it has Dwayne's child. Who... Well, they're a child. They're a married couple. Huh? They're a child. But, oh, I see. I'm... Not their child together. Right. But still, she, that's her stepson. Her stepchild. Mm-hmm. Because this is the gender nonconforming child. The internet, being what it is, blew up with all kinds of derogatory comments and ignorance spewed at this child he, why he has on a crop top and he has um fake nails on well acrylics. and a scrunchie it like acrylics to me oh, okay maybe jail tips so people were just you know just had a lot to say and Dwayne, um then he posted he's like oh people got stuff to say about my family but he's you know on this mission of message of love and support and which is good mm-hmm. um being that he is a, a black male athlete and you know how Black masculinity is. Yeah, it can be very toxic. I think that people's issue here is the fact that this per this child. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old the child. I think it's a teenager. Is yeah. I mean, just based upon the picture, looking mm-hmm. at it, I would gauge like maybe like twelve to 
14, 14 maybe. Yeah. But again, he's a basketball player's kid, and they be yeah, tall they be shit. Tall. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's hard to get. But I'm just going to. It doesn't really truly matter. But I think right. the fact that this person's a minor. Yeah. Because I feel like E.J. Johnson. Yeah. Is very gender nonconforming. Mm-hmm. I mean, be face, heels. Well, he'd be barefoot all the time. Really? Yeah, he can't find heels in his size. He got to wear like a 16. Oh, he got the car Paul. <laughs> you have to buy them. Oh, oh, I can't say that word because it's politically incorrect. You have to buy them at the, there's a, there's a certain website that okay. sells shoes to transgender okay. women with a larger foot. Okay. And that's where Rue gets her shoes. Okay. That's where EJ should go. Mm-hmm. But I feel like EJ didn't get as much vitriol or much pushback from the public. I mean, he did. He did. But Magic didn't. Right. Because of the fact that, like, he was grown. Mm-hmm. Like, you could be like, oh, that's on him. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think when it comes to being a black father, because mm-hmm. I think that just being a black man has its own weight and criticism with it. Mm-hmm. But I think that the nature of fatherhood in the black community is so maligned. With? With, like, bullshit. I mean, it's unfortunate, but, you know, props for doing what he's supposed to do and support his kid no matter what. My concerns or issues with this picture is that it's very strategically timed because I did a little digging. You are so cynical. I did a little digging and I checked out Dwayne's Instagram and I checked out Miss Union's Instagram. Did you Instagram. check out She has her own. She has her own, her own too, yeah. It's not as interesting as um, Olympia's. Olympias is fine. With Kwekwe. Kwekwe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, so I checked out both of their Instagrams, and they have posted collectively Mm -hmm. this child only seven times in the past um, 14 months. So (sighs) she posted this child four times. He posted Mm -hmm. three. Mm -hmm. Kavya is on this people Instagram every other day. Right. But she got a blue check and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I just found it a little curious that now y'all are in the middle of this PR situation. With AGT or separate? With with America's Got Talent. Okay. And now she's on this sympathy tour. And, you know, she's trying to rehab her reputation and perception in Hollywood. And You think she's that much of a bitch? Yes. Wow. Because why else would you post this picture when you're going through this? You posted this picture in September. You posted a picture with this child. I'm sorry. They posted a picture of the child in June. Okay, I'm going to run it down for you. They posted that picture in June at Pride. They posted a picture in September when they were trying to sell some T-shirts. They posted um, some Pride thing. Yeah. They posted in October, which was Halloween. And then they posted this one. Over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I side-eye the fact that Kavya even has an Instagram with a blue check. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the Beyonce side where you're going to get the back of the my baby's head. The back of my baby head. I think that's going to give her issues in the future, though. It may. Because they were very shielding. open with the twins. With the twins. But not with blue. I'm not going to go to the extent that you are in saying I that she is as cynical got and all as the clues. evil as to use this very... I think so. Okay. You say I'm cynical, but... I didn't believe Jussie Smollett, and look how that turned out. But I, I'm just going to give the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. to parents. I don't give her that. But the parents aren't going to do that. Mm-hmm. Gabby ain't no regular parent. Okay. I be- I'm always going to give credence and deference to what this the person who's at the center of the 
issue going through. Okay. Okay. I believe that this child is gender not conforming. Right. I believe that the parents are doing what they believe is best in supporting the child. Okay. I agree. I agree. However, as a, I don't think that this is the best way to do it. But I think that, you know, gayness is becoming way more accepted mm-hmm. now, right? I feel like almost everyone in America has a gay relative or knows someone who's gay, right? And That's if a big you don't, step. you're the gay one. Exactly. <laughs> As a gay man, mm-hmm. if I had a child who was gender nonconforming, mm-hmm. I would allow them a safe space in our home to express their gender identity to the fullest extent possible. They can only do it in the inside? Up into a certain age. Oh, like, okay. for example, uh-huh. like... I was actually watching this documentary about kids who as early as like three years old, yeah. like vocally, mm-hmm. like were expressing like, I'm a girl. Mm-hmm. Like not, I want to be a girl. Like I'm a, like they had like a, they, they didn't think that they were the gender that mm-hmm. they were born mm-hmm. as. And I had like, you know, questioned myself, like what would I do if I was this parent? Mm-hmm. Like Shiloh. Right. Like Shiloh. Would, Joey um, Pitt. Exactly. And, um, Charlize Theron. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, Sade's child's a full-grown adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm thinking about, like, as a child, because yeah. I think that's the issue here. Mm-hmm. As a child, I would allow my... As a gay man, I would allow my child the space to do that, but still in protecting them and knowing right. what the world is. Right. I would not allow my five-year-old, you know, male-presenting son to go out presenting as female. Why not? For his protection. I'm they're sorry. They're not going to see it that way, though. They're not going to see it that way. And I'm not trying to stifle them. they won't them. be in therapy. It's hard. It's hard. Mm, I mean, I So you would understand. you you would allow your your opposite gender son to go out into the public? I'm not a parent yet. And I just think that, you know, you just have to you, let your kid But perspectively, do, would you let your kid do that? If that's what made my kid happy, yes. And I would be the proudest parent. I can't say until I know, until I was a parent. But no, I, I think I w- you can. I, I think you I know. Would be, It'll be tough. It'll be hard. And yes, you will have to, you know. I would want to protect my child. I think every parent, well, the good parents, want to do that too. But I think, you know, you can't say you can only do it in this closet in the house. And you better go in the laundry room with that. You can't suppress them like that because that's going to have detrimental effects right, right. down the line. Because what if you have more than one kid and the other one is quote unquote normal? And they can go and do whatever they want. They're going to repress themselves, mm-hmm. become people pleasers. Yeah. Try to... So, I, yeah, I just think you just have to let your kid be them and fuck the other people because that's your kid. I guess. Or they're going to be 80 years old and coming out saying that but they the world is changing. are not The world is changing. If that were my kid, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have his acrylic. I would let him have his acrylics, but they wouldn't be on Instagram. Oh, okay. Am I a bad gay for saying that? A little that? bit, yeah. Really? Yeah. I can't even believe you right now. I'm just trying to be honest (laughs) because the world is mean. Yeah. But what you're saying is, is that you want them to hide who they are and that is what they will be doing for the rest of their lives. Okay. If you say you can only do it. If I were Gabrielle Union with however many followers she has on Instagram. (laughs) But again, I wouldn't put my child out like that. You're not proud of your child being who they are? I don't have a child. If I did, absolutely, I'd be proud of my child okay. under any circumstances. Then fuck everybody but I will else. protect my child because I know that the... But think of how positive and uplifting it would be for you to say to your child, be who you are. I'm so proud of you for being able to express yourself at such a young age. Go ahead. You do that. I don't think that that's as, real, Maurice. It is. That's, that's not because real. Think, it is. No, because that's okay. Not that if, I'm trying to make the comparison. But it is. It's the exact same thing. Go ahead. Make your point. What if how many... You know, gay people out there 
their parents are like, you can't be gay. Um, you can only, you better keep that secret. Don't tell nobody. It's exactly what you're saying. You can only express yourself in the house, okay. in this but, one specific room. Right. And don't put that out in the world mm-hmm. because it makes it seem like you're ashamed of who sure. they are. Black parents don't be out here like, son, when the police pull you over, just be belligerent. Just do whatever you want to do. No, you prepare your child as a black parent to deal with the world that they're going to operate and navigate as a black person. So if I'm a parent of a gay or gender non-conforming child, I'm going to prepare them and protect them to navigate the world in a way to protect themselves because I know that they are different. To hide in this one room and you can only be yourself (laughs) in this room. You don't think that your parents prepared you? Not that they limited or told you that you were less than or you couldn't accomplish anything because of your blackness, but that they didn't nudge you or guide you in a way that protected you because of your blackness. Come on. But. But but, but did they, they do that? She didn't say, my mom and my dad didn't say, you can only be black in the guest room. You said, I would only let them do that in the house. At, a, you at the age of three. You can't. At, at this but child's still, age, as, as a preteen, but still. I, I would I would allow them to do it in safe spaces. Well, like I was saying earlier, I think that you know you just have to be careful because you don't want your kid to be eighty years old and coming out of the closet because they felt repressed their entire life. And that takes us to our next topic of discussion, our next category: Billy D. Williams, who is eighty-two years old. Mm. He was the heartthrob of like. The 60s or 70s. Let me be honest. So I've heard the name Billy D. Williams all of my life. Yeah. When you put this on our show notes, I will be honest. Let's see. I Googled who Billy D. Williams was. Wow. And I knew he was in Star Trek. No, Star Wars. Star something. Yes. There's two completely different fandoms. They're the same thing. They're not. They're both outer space. But so different. And he played Lando Calrissian. So that's different than Princess Leia. Oh my god. No, Princess Leia is in Star Star Wars. Uh, so is Billy D. Williams. Yes, correct. Okay. And Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford? Oh my gosh. We're not we're not going there. I thought I thought he was that man with the whip. Not what? The... Indiana Jones Indi- yes. is a completely different set of movies. Oh. So Billy D. Williams, you know him from Colt 45. Yes, I do know the Colt 45. Oh my god. I'm such a nigga. <laughs> oh my uh, god. Let's get you a 40 ounce. Mm. So, Billy D. Williams, he was in. Did he do any black exploitation films? I feel like he did. Probably. I mean, he had to have. He'd been around for a minute. So, he did an interview with Esquire magazine. A gay magazine. And I read it over. I mean, how many straight men are subscribing to magazines like GQ and Esquire. A lot. Really? Yeah, the Metros, they read GQ a lot. And Esquire. Cause they the what? The Metro sexual. I thought that was just code for gay. Mm-mm. Oh. It's a real thing. Mm. <laughs> but he did an interview in Esquire and he, I read it over the weekend because, you know, it's a long weekend. A lot of downtime. <laughs> and so, he said that he First, he said he drinks Tito's vodka with a bit of emergency, the vitamin C powder sprinkled into it. Disgusting. like, oh my God. That tastes horrible with water. Are you, yeah. I mean, he got to keep his immune system out. He, oh. And so he talked about, you know, because the new, um, the Mandalorian I was telling you about last week. Is that a hotel? 
No, it's a <laughs> it's a spinoff of the um, the Star Wars universe. It's like a, it's on it's, Disney Plus. It's, it's a, called Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, yeah. Cha. And Man. so, you know, he was talking about that, and then like the Star Wars remakes, and mm-hmm. then somehow they came to the topic of um, art. The things that he keeps, you know, in his advancing age are like his self confidence and his charm. And he said he didn't see himself as the most masculine. He also sees himself as feminine. Okay. And he uses the pronouns himself and herself. And I was like, are you speaking about yourself in a third person? And so, you know, he talked about being gender fluid and basically living his best life as a gender nonconforming, non-binary person. At 82 years old. At 82. That's interesting, because I watched a documentary on Netflix about Clive Davis. Okay. Who's a great, like, mm-hmm. music executive at A&R, responsible for Whitney Houston. Yeah. And he's bisexual. Ooh. Um, you know that? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He came Looking out a while ago, but like he's that. also in his 80s. Yeah. yeah. I just couldn't imagine. You know, actually, who was a person that really affected me was Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, she was 65. She was really important to me. Imagine, like... Such an accomplished life, being a, you know, decathlon Olympian. Yeah, gold medals. All this. Wheaties. And just the repression, mm-hmm. as you said before, mm-hmm. of not being able to live or feel free to live as your authentic self. Mm-hmm. But also, you don't live in a vacuum. You live in the world. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine, like, that. And that's sad to me. Like, it's like, how many years does Caitlyn have left? <laughs> no tea, no shade. She's making the most of them. She's on... Okay, Mariah. Uh, <laughs> some show it's like one of them I heard celebrity she hasn't talked to um, Chloe in like five or six years yeah she's on one of them shows where they like lock the celebrities away and uh, so I'm a celebrity get me out of here or something like that and she is spilling all kind of tea over there hmm. but I mean she doesn't talk to so like Big Brother it's kind of like Big okay. Brother but I mean I kind of wish she would <sighs> Kind of stop bringing up the Chloe thing because it's like a plea let for, it relevance, go. for relevance. Yeah, let it go, girl. Get over it. How do I refer to Billy <laughs> D within the part of the group? He did not list his pronouns, but he did say he refers to himself as himself or herself or themselves. Mm, he didn't say the plural, but again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not trying to be. I'm going to get flack. I'm, I'm a bad gay this episode. I'm sorry. But who, who is Billy D? He is figuring that out. It took him 82 years to get to this point. So good for you, Billy D. Live your best life. I watched the Mandalorian episode. I'm on episode three. I finished it. It's on Netflix? Over the weekend. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, I didn't get that yet. Oh. You better get that Black Friday deal, I feel so girl. Poor. Black is that is yeah. it over yet? No. Get, you can get the Cyber Monday one. How, Cyber Monday? <laughs> How much is it? I think it lasts all week. But episode three had me on the edge of my seat. That baby Is Yoda. Billy D in it? No, he's not. Oh. But that baby Yoda, nothing better not happen to that baby Yoda. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Because. I have no idea what you're talking about. The people do. Cause Is that a little robot? Oh, girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It's time for I Said What, what I, I said. said. So my I Said What I Said for this week is, you know, we're approaching the end of the year and a lot of media outlets are putting out their best of 2019 list or is ours forthcoming yeah ours is coming at the end of the year but you know people want to get the leg up because the december publications are already out now right so people are already putting out you know their best 
artists, their favorite CDs, you know, just everything. And one thing I've noticed on social media is that it's almost like a template of like these people who get honored. They'll post, you know, themselves in, at the photo shoot or they'll post themselves with the award or they'll post a picture of the publication with them on the cover or any kind of myriad way of, um, mm-hmm. of showing that they got this accolade. And they always say the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Honored and grateful to be on the cover of blah, blah, blah as the best of blah, blah, blah. Or honored and grateful to be named best whatever, mm-hmm. doing whoever or whatever. And I just, it loses some of the humility that it's trying to portray mm-hmm. because they read exactly the same way. And it's like almost the, you know. It's boilerplate. Yeah, it's like template, you know. Honored and grateful to be, insert accolade of 2019, best whatever from, insert the name of the publication or Mm -hmm. the awarding body or whatever. People should be a little bit more authentic and a little bit more genuine. It just seems very fake, you know, or it's like contractually, you must say honored and grateful. So are you saying that they should deny the acceptance of said accolade? Or should they no, do like Halsey think... did at the AMAs and accept the award, but say awards like this are bullshit? No, don't do that because that's just that's like um, what's it called? It starts it's with a C. Corny. If you're really humbled and grateful, find a more creative way to say it. Right. So they, what you're saying is that mm-hmm. they, the first sentence of the acceptance, yeah. so to speak, starts with honored, and honored and grateful, and grateful, honored and blessed, honored and thankful. Honored and, and appreciative. Like just thesars.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, come up with something else. Y'all are supposed to be creative. And I said what I said. Um, my said what I said goes out to the um, people who hold the weight of Thanksgiving on their shoulders. The turkeys? Yes, the turkeys, <laughs> the hams, the porks, the um, the rams. What is it? Uh, lambs, lambs, rams, rams hogs, balls, all that, all the proteins. Chicken, turkey, chicken, turkey. Yes, all that on their shoulders. I mean, we had we had like four proteins at our Thanksgiving. Yeah, did yes. Oh, like my God, uh-huh. it's just it's a gluttonous ass holiday. Wow, yeah. Now I said early in the ho- in the episode how I I do love cooking and I love entertaining and preparing, mm-hmm. but I think that with Thanksgiving. It is such a laborious holiday. Mm-hmm. It was literally four days of work. Mom, mm-hmm. shout out to you. And shout out to me, quite frankly, <laughs> for being there you. as your sous chef in your support. Okay. But it's just, and not that I don't love and thank my family, because honestly, again, mm-hmm. we're extra. We go above and beyond. No one mm-hmm. asks for all that. Mm-hmm. But that's what people come to expect. And that's what we want to provide. We always want to give our best because it's a loving holiday. Mm-hmm. But it is just so much work. And I feel like it's a thankless job. And I feel like... On Thanksgiving, the people who should be getting praised the most mm-hmm. are the people who've been in that kitchen. They lower back, <laughs> they feet hurting. Y'all need them from pads, slaving I over the stove. I mean, it is tags, like the cashier's guy. <laughs> yes, I mean, me and my mother, we put on sneakers. Oh, we wow. was like really like in there. Mm-hmm. We do it extra. Yeah, we scale it back. We could scale it back. I've been saying personally in my family that we should go out to dinner Ooh, for Thanksgiving. No. Why not? <laughs> Mm, I hate that. Really? Yeah, it just kind of loses the 
it just loses something. Well, that's the heart of my said what I said. Mm-hmm. My mother, I, I, me and my mother talked after this Thanksgiving saying mm-hmm. that, you know what? Next year we ain't for this. But again, we're lying to ourselves because next year we will be for this. We'll right. be doing it yet again. <laughs> but I've always advocated that we should just go out to like Chima or somewhere for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and just have someone wait on us. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the retail workers are working, the restaurant people are working. They Yo. have specials and stuff too because restaurants don't be getting people on at night. But it's never the A team that's working on the holiday. You getting them B team workers? That meal is not finna be. But they be good. having specials and stuff. Yeah, it be on a discount. You getting that discount? But look, meal. nobody has to prep. No one has to like mm-hmm. cook collard greens for twenty four hours. No one has to break shit down. It's easy. Every, everybody, stuff. everyone can enjoy themselves. Cause like, and Thanksgiving basically is not enjoyable for everybody. Even in your family, I'm sure there were certain people who didn't enjoy it as much as others. We have a great division of labor. Okay. In the Smith household. Great. <laughs> Maybe the Bettis household needs some tips. I saw I was on uh, I saw on um, Instagram or no, it was on Twitter. This um, guy posted this. Uh, his dad makes a spreadsheet. It's like color coded. Has like all the timelines. It has. Y'all might need to get that. I think so. Yeah. We're gonna adopt that. You should. Can you send me that, please? I'll, I'll find because it because I would like to. Im- I would like to implement that yeah. within our household. However, I love Thanksgiving. I love the sentiment and everything that it means. But I am an advocate for going out to dinner on Thanksgiving, and I said, "Oh, what I said." All right. And, and now, now it's, it's time, time for tens, tens, tens across the board. board. Maya Angelou and RuPaul. You know anyone who knows that RuPaul is one of my top three people? Who are the other two, Maurice? Naomi. And Michelle. Yes. Obama. Oh my God, I feel so seen. <laughs> um, but Maya Angelou, who's actually one of my, is my sister's namesake. Does it have to be the right no. spot to be a namesake? You try to. Uh, I'm like, uh, put that, I'm you can put that in there because we're talking about that this weekend, child. <laughs> um, that's my sister's namesake. Um, we're, received the California Hall of Fame and were inducted by California's governor, Gavin Newsom. Isn't he black? No, he is not. Going to Maya Angelou, who actually is one of my favorite authors after James Baldwin, um, who's a prolific author. What? She's just amazing. And RuPaul Charles, who I think is a little more progressive on the end, but they're some of my favorite people. You know, I watched Legends Ball on YouTube this past weekend. Oh, how was it? Um, if anyone who doesn't know, the Legends Ball was something that happened, I want to say circa 2004 or five with Oprah. Oprah, yeah. And it was amazing. It actually was pretty inspiring for me and on my low point. But um, tends to Maya and tends to RuPaul just for their legacy and what they've contributed to society and culture over the years. Wait, what did they win? They were inducted into the California Hall of Fame. Well, you know, I, I'm not sure. Okay. Where, I know that RuPaul was born and raised in San Diego. And then at the age of 15, he um, ran away to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Like every black gay dog. Like, <laughs> but um, Maya Angelou, I didn't know that she had a um, California uh, history. I didn't think that. But I know that she was, you don't have to be inducted there, but I know that she was born in Missouri and she died in North Carolina. Mm, but maybe California was somewhere up in there. I guess. Tens for y'all. Tens. So my tens this week, it involves a little backstory. So okay. over the weekend, my really, really, really good friend from college came through town. He um, had gone to South Carolina for Thanksgiving. He was driving back up to New York City. Uh, he stopped by the house. We had dinner. Um, you know, showed him around. And then it was good to catch up and, you know, see my friend. Because we've been friends since my freshman year in college. We actually, 
we were on the marching band together. He was the assistant section leader of the alto sax section. Assistant section leader. Yeah, and so band people be freaks. Um, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> so we um we actually we didn't really get along at first, and gay rivalry. No, not quite. He. I don't know. We just didn't get along. He had this um, leather jacket, and he would always say that uh, he got it in Paris. And I was like, "Okay, well, you still look like Michael Jackson." <laughs> <laughs> it was like a thriller, like leather jacket. But anyway, um, so yeah, so he and I became friends eventually, and you know, he just had a really strong impact on my life, and you know, kind of help push me to be more confident and be more um, accepting of who I am. He uh, took me to Atlanta on my first trip to Atlanta. He was a gay father? My big sister. Oh. But yeah, he just, um, yeah, just had like a really strong impact on my life. And I always say that he's like the Brenda K star to my Mariah Carey. Oh, <laughs> that is that is a read if I haven't heard one. That's like that is so shady. Because how many people know who Brenda K. Star is? I still believe. <laughs> but anyway, um, so going back to the shady conversation bitch. with um, you know just talking about Dwayne Wade and you know being supportive and being uplifting. Everybody sometimes we have people in our lives who you know, need that support or need that uplift. So I'm giving tens to all the people who lift up and support the people in their lives because you may not realize it now or you may not realize it, you know, until years down the line. But, you know, just some words of encouragement or helping build someone's confidence can really affect them and be very positive later in life. So tens for all the inspirational people out there. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us on another week here at Category Is. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Category Is. Be sure to like, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all things social media at Category Is Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can contact us at CategoryIsPod at gmail.com. Check us out on the web at CategoryIsPod.com.